This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, good afternoon. It's just gone two o'clock here. Welcome to Leicester Fan TV. My name is Phil. Welcome to another special show where we're joined by another ex-Leicester City player. We've got Lee Peltier waiting for us in the wing. So get your questions in, get your comments in, and we will put your questions to Lee. Ask him anything you want about his time at Leicester, at some of his other clubs. What's he up to now and what's in the future for him? So thanks for joining us. Get your views in, get your questions in, and join us live with Lee Peltier. Yes, good afternoon to you. As ever, I can get your comments up on screen. Good afternoon to Matty Bond. How are you, Matty? I think I saw you on Facebook earlier. You were down somewhere in France or something like that. I don't know what you're doing down there. But And Karen, how are you? How are you all the way over there? If you're a far-flung fox, let us know where you're watching from. And Richard Wilson is watching. Thanks, Richard. What questions would you like to ask Lee Peltier when he joins us very, very shortly? Let's bring in Jamie from the Fox's Arms. Hi, Jamie. How are you? I'm good. Just shouting from the wind. I'm in a different situation, different position today, not outside. It's a bit windy out there today. I'm sure most of you know that Jamie is from uh, the Fox's Arms in Alcudia in Spain. So everybody who is not in Spain is pleased to know that it is cold and windy where you are, Jamie. <laughs> but, as this was a family show, there was an answer there, but I can't say it. So, OK, then, Phil. Right. Come on. To introduce him, then. Please. Right, we've got Lee Pelty on today. Uh, he came in July of... 2011 from Huddersfield is one of Sven's uh, signings. We bought him three quarters of a million, rising to a million if he made a certain amount of appearances. Um, he, he scored a goal on his debut against Cov. Uh, unfortunately, he was only here for a year. He left in the August of t- 2012. He played 47 games and scored two goals. So I think we better bring him on and see what he's got to say. Here we go, Lee. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, guys. How are you as well? Hi, Lee. You all right? Yeah. We're good. Good. Fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us, Lee. That's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Jamie, do you want to kick off with the first question? Oh, yeah, I'll start as normal. 
Right, Lee, how did um, Sven persuade you to come and join uh, City from Huddersfield at the time? Uh, what it was is um, obviously that that the back end of that season, um, I got to the playoff final with uh, Huddersfield and uh, we got beat in the final. And um, after the game, the chairman came up to me and he said basically that he um, more or less accepted the offer uh, from Leicester, um, depended on obviously if we went up or not. And then from there, it just escalated quickly and um, I was made up. Obviously, I thought I was ready to go to the next stage, um, having only been playing in League One. So then as soon as I heard the, the interest in that, I was uh, desperate to go. Yeah, because you, you have, have any... any... Go on, Jamie. I was going to say, did you actually know anybody at the club that gave you any information about it or was it just like what you'd read in papers and stuff like that? No, um, I think Derek, Derek Fazakli was there and he uh, coached me at Huddersfield. So I had uh, a little bit of an inkling on like the sort of interest there and, and, and stuff like that. So um, obviously it was just the waiting game because I was focusing on um, a playoff final um, before that. So, um, as I said, um, Huddersfield um, accepted the offer and I went straight away. Because you'd had a good season before, like you say, at Huddersfield. How was it uh, in that player final losing it? I assume it was pretty gutting, but I assume pick up if you were going to move up the league. Yeah, definitely. It was uh, it was devastating, to be fair, because the year before that, we got beaten the, the playoff semis. And I thought that was the obviously the next year we were a young team. And I thought the experience of getting beaten the semis would have took us on to the next level. But uh, we weren't to be. We had a great team, young team. Um, obviously, we got beat in the final. And um, the club sold quite a few of the players after that. I've got a question here for you, Lee, from one of the Leicester fans, Mirko, who's watching from Holland. Mirko says, who was your favourite teammate while you were at Leicester? Um, it'd have to be Danzi. Um Obviously, <laughs> I knew Danzi for a long, long time. He's uh, from the same area as me in, in Liverpool. And he went to school with my brothers and I. So there's been, we, we've been uh, friends for years and years. But obviously, a fellow scouser as well. So it was, uh, it was class that he was there with me at the same time. We had we had Neil Dan's on just the other week, didn't we, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Yes, everybody dance now. He was brilliant, he was. He was fantastic. Great guy, so Dan. When you when you came in, you I think you were the first signing of Sven that summer. You also had, I think, Casper, Nugent, uh, Paul Koncheski came as well. Did you think Leicester were actually going places when they started bringing these names in? Could you see us actually moving forward? Yeah, definitely, obviously. With just the manager as well, uh, as, as Sven Gorn Eriksson, do you know what I mean? Is a world known manager. Um, but yeah, the players they were signing were unbelievable players for that level. Um, there were so many players coming in. Um, I was just happy. I was happy to be the first uh, to get my foot in the door because of the, the size of the club and the ambitions they had. It was a, it was a no brainer. Yeah, I mean, Sven, obviously, I, I, you'll have to forgive me, Lee. I'm not sure. Who was your manager at Huddersfield? It was Lee Clark. Oh, right. OK. Yeah. But a, a good a good manager, good guy. Um, obviously, Sven came with all the credentials to Leicester. Uh, and there was massive plans at the start of that season with well, yourselves in there. I, I think the aim was very much that season to go up, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, as you can see, they, they did spend a lot of money and they did show that ambition. Um, Possibly it was a 
it was a bit naive to think you could just put a, a team together but from all over the place and just gel straight away and go up um, first time asking. But uh, maybe if there was a little bit of uh, time, um, it could have happened. But obviously it did happen after after the the year that um, he went. So, yeah. As somebody on Facebook I mean, has asked you... Sorry, Jamie, I was just going to say, somebody on well, Facebook no, is asking you, Lee, what was it like to be coached by Sven? It was only, I think, 13 games, but how was he around the club? Was he was he a good coach? Were you learning stuff? Yeah, he was a he was a great guy, and I think he obviously had the respect of all the players for what he's achieved in his career. Um, nobody can take that away from him. Uh, sometimes things things just don't happen for you, and I, as a person, he was he was a great guy. He was so uh, laid back, chilled. Um, he, he was good with me. Um, he had a good team around him in terms of coaches and uh, physio staffs and, and stuff like that. So for me, I thought he, he was good. Uh, maybe he needed a little bit more time. I don't know, uh, but uh, I've got to I've got to uh, give him a lot of respect for even signing me, Jamie. Yeah, I mean, I was go- you've sort of asked half the question I was going to ask. How did Sven and Nigel Pearson uh, compare on and off the training pitch? And did you get on better with Sven, or did you get on better with Nigel? Yeah, totally two different characters. But, uh, yeah, probably the opposite <laughs> yeah. from totally. Um, Nigel was a great manager in his own right. Uh, he was very hands-on. He had the aura about him. Like I think he struck fear into into the into the lads. Everyone was like sort of scared to to cross him. Um, but he was respect. He was respected, and he he was a great manager as well. Yeah, Jamie. Oh, sorry. Um... No, go on, Phil. I was asking another, going to ask a different question to that. Well, I mean, Lee, what I was going to ask you next, with the Sven saga as it was, 13 games, we, we lost to, I don't know if you remember it, we lost to Millwall, I think, 3-0. Um, and then the, it all sort of came crashing down. I, I think a lot of Leicester fans were surprised at how quickly it, it all sort of started to change in that season with Sven going. W- were the players? Yeah, definitely. But obviously the, the owners were expecting results with the, the money that they backed them with, because um, they did back them massively, brought in a lot of players, um, and obviously we weren't getting the results. But as I say, uh, maybe it was a bit naive to think that bringing, I don't know how many players it was, I think it was 10, 11 players in, and just making a new team and getting results straight away was, a, I say, a bit naive, but um, it weren't to be. So, and obviously that, that called for the sacking of them. There's one. Chappie's just asked a question, Phil. Have you had the, have you come back with, as a player to play at the King Power? Yeah, I was there yeah. last season uh, for Cardiff when we, um, I think we won. Oh, when, oh you won 1-0, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And did you get a good reception when you came back from like the fans? Because with me living in Spain, I don't get to see that quite a lot. But Yeah, it was. You, it was nice, yeah. And um, it, it was great to go back because it's a great club. Um, just the people around the stadium who work at the stadium, um, the the physios and that I bumped into. It was great to see everyone. And as I say, I got a warm a warm reception from um, the fans, which was great. Um, it was it was it was obviously the result went good for Leicester, but it was a good. I enjoyed my night there. Lee, you Did you played... have a good laugh with uh, Birch when you went back? Do you know what? I didn't see Birch. I didn't see oh. him when I went back. No, <laughs> that's a shame. I know. Because, Lee, you pretty much played. You must have played almost every game that season for Leicester. 
you were a, 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 an ever-present fixture, I would say, without checking all the stats. You played, I think, Jamie, was it over? It was well over 40 games. It was, 40, in- it was 47 he played and scored two goals. Yeah, um, obviously, when I first signed, um, the gaffer, the, the manager told me he was going to be bringing in a lot of players. And then um, he told me he was bringing in um, John Pansel, and I was going to be sort of his understudy because it was my first time in the championship. Mm. Um, and obviously, Leicester had bought me, obviously, maybe thinking of the future or whatever. But the, the more or less said to me I was going to be the understudy and, um, for John Pansel. But um, I weren't having that. So obviously, I just worked, worked my socks off. And I think he got injured for the first game or something like that. And I, I just took my opportunity. And then from there, I didn't look back. I thought um, I had a good season that season. Uh, obviously, I played a lot of games and I was keeping John out the team. And I, I was still quite young. And I would say it was my first year in the championship. And I was uh, I was happy with the way things went. I've got a question here. Well, a statement more from Russell, who's watching on YouTube. He says, your goal against Coventry on your debut for Leicester, he'll never forget. It was his earth. 18th birthday and was the best present ever. It's going to be a pretty good way to start your career at Leicester. Oh, definitely. It was. I couldn't ask for a better debut. Uh, I don't score many goals. I don't think I've scored since. <laughs> <laughs> uh, scoring a, in a derby on my debut was absolutely unbelievable. And to see the fans going uh, crazy behind behind the uh, the goal, it was. I never forget that that moment. Did it feel like the step up? Because obviously Huddersfield, you know, is a great club um, and a good a good ground. Did it feel like it was something a bit bigger coming to Leicester and, and scoring that goal? Yeah, definitely. From as I say, from the minute I stepped foot into the door, the the, the stadium, the training facilities, the manager they had, the players they had, everything about it was a step up and even a step up again, you could say, because the the manager, the players they had, they were all, they were all Premiership quality, the facilities, everything. So when I went there, I was absolutely. I was amazed by what I was seeing. Um, I was just so happy to be there. Jamie? Yeah, I was going to say, just going towards, I mean, you're only there for the year. Did did you have a feeling that you knew you were going to be leaving or we literally just told one day, right, you're not in the squad or you're not going to be part of the plans? No, what it was is, um, obviously, I played every game. Yeah. And um, as I say, I was signed for like, as a sort of understudy. So, I... So when when that Nigel company told me he was going to be signing um, Richie Delat, I think it was at the time, and I sort of I sort of being young and naive, I sort of spat me dummy out and sort of was like, well, I've just had a great, obviously it was my first season in the championship. I was like, I've just had a great season. Yeah, for me anyway, I've just my first season in the championship. So it's just gone well for me. Uh, played forty seven games. Like. Why are you bringing someone in to replace me? I I just couldn't get my head around it. So um, obviously we sort of disagreed. No no fault of anybody. It's obviously my my decision. Um, and then obviously I just I just um, Leeds come calling after that. And obviously Leeds was a massive club as well. Mm. So I thought obviously there's a club there that's wanting me, and then a club there that's trying to sign somebody. I don't know if it was to replace me or or what, but. That that was the the feeling I got, and I think that's important, isn't it, Lee? Obviously, for from anybody, whether you're a footballer or whether you work somewhere, it doesn't matter. If you you've got to feel wanted and needed, haven't you? And Leeds, like you say, you know, us Leicester fans, we 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 think Leicester are a decent sized club, but you know, I'll give it to Leeds. They are a good big club, and they you know yeah. got big big ambitions again this season. So that was you know playing at Ellen Road, big crowds. Yeah, 
definitely. And I was, I was actually, um, I didn't, I actually didn't realise how big of a club Le- Leeds is. A humongous club, it's like seriously. Even they went into the Premiership. Now they'd be one of the biggest teams in the Premiership. Um, obviously, with the fan base, the, the history of the club, and everything. And um, obviously, when I actually sat down and realised the the opportunity I had to, to play for Leeds, and I was captain there for two years, didn't go as well as I wanted it to go. Um, due to me not realising the, the size and the pressures of, of being at a club like that. And obviously I was captain, I was still a young lad. But um, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a great club. It was another great club, yeah. I mean, we'll let you off the fact, Lee, that you, you I'm looking at your record now, you played seven games on loan for Nottingham Forest. We'll just skip gaily over that, shall we? That's not the fun. Wasn't there a problem there when you first signed for Notts Forest? Something about yeah. your loan got turned down or something. Yeah, it was absolutely. It was meant. It was actually. It was mental what happened there. Obviously, at, at Leeds, the Brian McDermott at the time, he, he told me like um, I could go on loan. Um, so I was like, fine. Um, my agent rang me and said, listen, uh, Forest. I've just sacked the manager. I think it was Billy Davis at the time, and he said uh, Neil Warnock's going in. Um, and they, and they want you to go on loan, so I was like, another big club, do you know what I mean? I was gonna, I was like, it's, it's another fantastic club and a great opportunity for me. So I was like, yeah, I'll definitely go down. Um, it's only a loan and, and what have you know. I go down. Um, as I got there, I went into the office and all that. I was waiting around for absolutely ages, um, and I was like, what's happening? Like to, to my agents, and he was like, I just can't get hold of the the, the manager, which was apparently meant to be Neil Warnock. Well, anyway, cut a long story short, Neil Warnock didn't turn up, and um, yeah, the, the, the owner. I remember some of this. Yeah, the owner took me into the office and said, "Sign the papers. Don't worry about anything." Blah blah. <laughs> don't blah. don't worry who the manager is. Yeah. No, so I've gone in and signed on loan, and then when I've come out, they've said to me, "Well, actually, Neil Warnock's not going to be the manager." And I was, and at the time, I had a couple of clubs after me, and I, I was only going like for. Well, not just for Neil, but I obviously knew the manager, and that was a big pull for yeah. me. I think uh, Bolton and a couple of other clubs wanted me at the time, so I went back in and I said, "Listen, like, obviously I've signed with with no manager. I have no clue what's going to happen to me, or j- j- who knows I'm coming." Like, it was like no one knew I was signing for the club. So he's <laughs> like, um, "Don't worry." He was like, um, "Don't worry about it. You're going to play this, that, the other." I was like, "Well." I think it'd be better if we sort of cancelled the contract and wait and see what happens. And and he said, no, no, like we processed it now. So you're not. I was I was made up to still be at the club. Don't get me wrong, but obviously there was a lot of uncertainty around the place with like nobody knew who was going to be the manager, etc. But anyway, I signed there on loan and I finished the season off there, and it went it went really well. I enjoyed my time there as well. Jamie. On your on your career, just on your career in general, because you spent most of it at right back and centre back. You didn't play anywhere else, did you? Mainly at them two positions. Yeah, yeah. Who would who would be your like toughest opponent you've come up against while you're actually playing? Um, last year was a, a big eye opener when when uh, we played in the Prem uh, for Cardiff, and I come up against the the likes of um, Leroy Sané. He, he was a tough guy to to play against. Really tough. Um, Adama Traore, he was unbelievable. Um, who else was he? There was loads, but I'll, prob- I'll probably say them two uh, stuck out. 
Excellent. I've got a question here. I've just got to find it. Um, out of the current Leicester City side, Lee, um, which which players have surprised you maybe over the last year and which, which players do you rate the most? Um, out of the current side? Um, I mean, Fard's has gone on to be absolutely un unbelievable. Um, it, 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 it probably did. I'm not saying I didn't believe, but what he's actually gone on to achieve in his career has been... I don't think anybody would have believed it. Um, but he's gone absolutely great. Um, probably Fards. Yeah, Jamie. Did you ever did you ever play against him when you were at Leeds? Or uh, yeah, he, he would yeah. have been at Leicester, wouldn't he then? Yeah. He was at Leicester when I was there, yeah, as well. Um uh, and I have played against him uh, as as well. But he, he's just took it to the next level again. Um he, he's gone on to be absolutely one of the best uh, strikers in the premiership. Yeah, did you cross over? Was he there while you were at Leicester? Because I know yeah. some of the play like Casper was there as well while you were there. Some of the team who's still there. Yeah, no, Casper was there. Wes was there. Um, but Fards come the, the second season. The Nigel Pearson signed them, and I was still there at the time. Um, and and that's when he come in and and um, he, he paid I think a, a million quid for them or something like that at the at the time. The best million we've ever spent, I think, hands down. <laughs> what well, while you were at Leicester, who was uh, who was the joker in the pack when you went on a, a away games lead? Who did you room with? Was there any mischief you could talk us about? Um, I room <laughs> <You know>? with, <laughs> with Danzi, uh, but oh, yeah, the, the the joker was uh, probably uh, Sean St Ledger. He was he was funny. He was a funny guy, and he was a great guy to be around. Yeah, He's a very um, infectious person, but he, he was he was quality. Um, Nuge as well was was a joker. Yeah, um, yeah, they, they was good. They were really good lads there. Really good lads. Uh, Who would be the, the most skillful player while you were there? Most skillful, um, apart from yourself, obviously, Lee. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think now. Probably you can't say Danzi again, can you? No, not, not Danzi. I'd probably say um, Gally. Not oh, like yeah. in terms of actual skill, but. The technical ability he had was absolutely unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it when I turned up at that club and he was the goals he was scoring and the way he was striking the ball. I was like, oh my God, he's at this kid's absolutely unbelievable. So I'll probably go for Galli, to be fair. Because there's some great players. I'm just looking at the squad list for that season. Obviously, yeah. you got Matt Oakley was there, Andy King, Lloyd Dyer, yeah, um, Danny Drinkwater. Yeah. You know, so it was that, that season we had got the. It was probably the beginnings of what was going to go on towards the championship winning side, the greatest escape side of the Premier League side. Uh, Lee, we asked this to a lot of ex-Leicester players. You wouldn't have seen that one coming while you were there, would you? Uh, Leicester win the Premier League, in honesty. No. Leicester's a massive club and obviously it's come so far in a short space of time. It's It's... One of the biggest clubs, not like the the fan base it's got, the stadium, the players, everything about it, the manager they've got now is it's it's a it's a massive club. Um, but when when I first signed, when I signed, I think that was the the, the building blocks, the foundation of when the the, the new owners come and they were uh, putting in the money uh, to the club, and obviously they they've gone on to achieve greatness. So fair play. And uh, Jamie, we need to wrap it up now. Obviously, I'm just, Lee, you're well, at uh, West Brom now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Have you, have on, have you played a game yet? Have you started? Have you actually started no. a game or been? No, it's been uh, it's a, it's been a funny one to be fair. Like um, 
I signed on the last day of the transfer window and um, I weren't playing at Cardiff at the time and the gaffer rang me and he just said, listen, we're bit short in, um, in, the, in certain areas and that. He said, I can't guarantee you to your games or, or whatever, you know, but I'd love you to come down for your experience and whatever to have you and when you needed to, to play, etc. And he was honest with me and it was great and I, I thought it's a great opportunity for me to go. So anyway, I went and signed down on the... Um, the final day of the transfer window and then they played on the Saturday after the Saturday they went like on an eight nine game winning spree like didn't get beat I think they've been beat once since since assigned and then obviously he, he's kept faith in the squad which which you're uh, entitled to do and he, he's been great with me the gaffer is absolutely amazing and and all the lads everybody at the clubs um, made me feel welcome but then obviously this situation arose and this has knocked us back again for a few months so hopefully soon we'll be back uh, playing hopefully that leads us on to our last question that we ask everybody with with your accent you've we all know you from Liverpool are you a blue or a red <laughs> it's only one team in Liverpool so that's Everton then <laughs> 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 so I know we're going to start football allegedly start football in the first week of June again how, would, would you want to start now or how would you actually finish the season you set with the Premier League? How would you finish it? I mean, obviously, if it's safe enough, it needs to be finished. Obviously, the, the health comes first and I'm sure everybody's working away to ensure the, the health and the safety of all the, the players and everybody who's going to be involved. So as long as everybody's happy with, with, with that side of it, I don't see why, why it shouldn't um, uh, go on. Brilliant. Yeah, I think that's that's great talk. And obviously, you are a Liverpool fan, then, Lee. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Crikey! I, I mean, half half the world's willing Liverpool to get this fi- season finished and win it. And I know there's quite a few fans hoping something else happens. So Liverpool just don't get over the line. There's only one place that titles going this year: is Liverpool. It I think deserve it after thirty odd yes. years. Yeah, definitely, million percent. It, yeah, absolutely. Lee, Lee Peltier, thanks a lot for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Cheers, guys. Take care of yourselves. Cheers, Lee. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Lee. I'll let you go now. That's absolutely brilliant to have Lee with us, uh, wasn't it, Jamie? Yes, it was. A thoroughly decent chat, that was. Decent chat with him. A few things he told us about that we didn't know. So, there we go. These uh, players are coming great- on and telling the stories. And a great career as well. He's played at a good set of clubs, like you say, some big clubs there, not only just well, Leicester. Yeah, Leeds. Think about it. Liverpool, Huddersfield, Leicester, Leeds, uh, Fo- <coughs> Forest. Forest. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. let that one go. So he's, he's played at some big clubs, if you think yeah. about it. And we were all, all surprised when he went after that season because he was like an ever-present and we thought we were, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, it's totally sometimes surprised. sometimes show it was a, sh- a real shame he left us in at the end of that you know season when he had had a good one. Oh, Jamie, yes. are yes. you doing your live yes. tomorrow morning? Yes, because we've got some things to talk about tomorrow. So yes, I'll be here eleven at uh, eleven o'clock, ten o'clock your time, eleven o'clock my time. So yes, I'll be here Monday night. We have got James Scowcroft at half past seven UK time. Fantastic! Thanks, Jamie, for joining us again. Cheers, all. Well, I'll let Jamie go. I can gladly say he can't go on Sunday today, which is great news. So we'll see you soon. Thanks, Jamie, for watching. Thanks, everybody, as well. Thanks to all the sponsors ever, the guys at Emergency Glazing, uh, Pink Vehicle Leasing, Everard's Tiger, ADT Taxes, Peter's Pizzas, the Fox's Arms, the very own Fox's Arms, Hologram, Harlow, and, of course, we're proud to support 
uh, Bodie Hodges, which is our chosen charity for the moment. Most of all, thanks for all your uh, comments and questions. Keep them coming in. Join Jamie tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. UK time or wherever you are watching in the world. My name's Phil. This is Leicester Fan TV. We'll see you soon. Keep safe. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.